First time, long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? Not doing too bad. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. A uh, little bit of a rough loss tonight, but you know you can't win them all. Absolutely, Richie. I tell you, I was in the building to see the return of the kid Reyes. And when you look at the the Miami Marlins, the Florida Marlins, the uh, Boca Raton Marlins, whatever these jabronis want to call themselves, you know, even if Stanton's hitting two twenty, he's still the one guy that can hit, and he proved that tonight. Yeah, that Stan guy, uh, he really swings a big stick. I uh, I don't know if it's all natural. Hopefully we find him on some list one day so that we can uh, we can justify these losses and all these home runs we're giving up to him. Uh, you know, Jose Reyes being back on the team reminded me of when he tried to go over to third base and uh, punch then Marlin Miguel Olivo in the face uh, in the middle of that 07 or no, 08 Mets meltdown. So uh, great memories from the Mets and the Marlins. Absolutely, kid. Not loving it. Not loving it on that respect. And, you know, as always, our boss sponsor for the week, I tell you, Richie, I went to Spin Doctor Saturdays at Milwaukee's. Let's just say they're not a sponsor. Didn't really have a great crowd. You know, Bobby Bones behind the bar. Thought there'd be some more people, that we had more people that listen to the show. I may or may not have inflated the numbers slightly in exchange for drinking for free. Uh, my tab. Pretty high, little little excessive, some might say, and uh, he wants me to pay it. I told him to go fly a kite, so now we're going to maybe settle it in a bare-knuckle boxing match uh, probably on the 15th of the month, but our, we are out there now. So who is our new sponsor, Richie? Well, you know, first things first, I think, you know, you did your best. You tried to bring as many people as possible. I mean, unless you're going with a giant school bus over to the houses and bringing them over to the bar, there's no way to actually guarantee a number. So screw you, uh, Milwaukee's. Screw Spin Doctor Saturday. Uh, the uh, bacon and tomato sandwich. I said it was good. We, you said it was good last week. Piece of garbage. Okay. Now that we're being honest with everybody, and uh, we got a new sponsor this week. Okay. It's a little bit of a ride. It's called the Pickle Tickler and Yapank. Yeah, yeah, Once again, that is the Pickle Tickler. Uh, you know, don't get any dirty ideas out in Yapank. Like I said, it's a bit of a drive. I usually get hammered and sleep in the back of my Civic when I go out there, but I'm telling you, well worth it. $2 PBRs, $1 shots of well tequila. Uh, you know, that's not the good stuff, but it's a dollar. So, you know, you, you get what you get. And they have some cool memorabilia on the wall. It really makes it feel like a, a man cave. You go in there, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm basically a, a recliner away from moving into the place. Uh, I took a picture of a Butch Husky autographed rally towel I was going to show you. But I'm pretty sure I deleted that photo when I was getting my uh, my pickle tickled by uh, my cougar friend, whose name I promised I not to say in the air, <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you, oh, you see, you see what I did there. It's the uh, the pickle tickler out in Yapank. Go out there and get your pickle tickled. Absolutely, you head out east on your way to the Hampton Bays. You stop out in Yapank. Really enjoy it, and we'll get to our upcoming schedule for the week. Tomorrow, day game, Wednesday, Jacob DeGrom against Nicolino for the Fish. DeGrom, day game after a night game, and everything we know from the splits, Jake is usually 
aces in both day games and both home games traditionally since he's been a Met. So potentially tough sledding for the Marlins here. Uh, and you know what I see, Richie? DeGrom, guy that usually shows real good judgment, but that new Geico commercial uh, that he's in, it's 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 something. Yeah, I got to say a couple things about that Geico commercial. Uh, you know, it creeps me out. First, where's the crowd? Second, why is he pitching with music on? Uh, is this an NBA game where they just play the radio the whole game? Is, uh, is, uh, is everyone runs up and down the court? I mean, I don't get that. I will say, though, that the song, uh, I don't know who sings it, but I sing it all day to myself in the shower. I try to avoid that Geico uh, commercial like the plague. You know exactly what the song I'm talking about is. I mean, I don't know any of, of the words other than, you can't stop, shamanama. I mean, <laughs> that's all I got there. But um, it is a, a real weird commercial. Probably the thing I like least about Jacob deGrom is his involvement in that commercial. But I do like his performance as of late. Uh, in this rotation, he's like the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's how I, that's how I see him. You barely notice the guy, but he's back there killing it. And I hope he finish off, finishes off this series on a strong note. God knows we need it. I'd love to go into that Nat series, hopefully uh, down three games from first place. Absolutely, kid. Have to head out there and get going. A win against the Fish on Wednesday would springboard, hopefully, to a real successful weekend. And then Thursday, our man, our man with the plan, Bartolo Colon against Lucas Giolito and put Bart on the All-Star team. Just get it done. The guy's been aces this season for the New York Metropolitans. And hopefully this series will go better than the last time they played the Nats and got swept. I guess everyone kind of forgot about it because we took care of business against the Cubs. But the Nats, we got to beat them every chance we get. Second time the Mets are facing this Giolito kid making his second Major League start. Lost 5-0 the first time. Kind of weird to see in this guy twice, his first two starts. So that Jamison Talion twice and two out of his three first starts. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about right into Major League Baseball. This isn't fair. They're facing all these wonderkins. Oh, yeah, basically. I mean, they're just bringing up. Basically, if this was back in the day, we'd be, we'd be facing Sandy Colfax twice. Somehow we'd lose Tom Seaver. We'd face him twice in his first two starts. It'd be ridiculous. The deck is stacked against us real high. No one wants us going back to the World Series. And no one wants Bart going to the All-Star game. You know, at the very least, they should put him in the home run derby squad. The guy's been an absolute phenom at the ripe old age of uh, 44 on his birth certificate. More like, you know, 62 if you ask me. Uh, but, you know, the guy got snubbed. Uh, and I bet it's because he needs two seats in the airplane. You know, you got to pay a little bit extra so that the guy can get from New York to San Diego. The MLB didn't want to do it. They didn't want to spend the money. Classic case of fat shaming. I feel terrible for Bartolo. I hope he channels this anger from being uh, from this terrible snub into a strong performance against those pajama-wearing politicians down in D.C. Uh, you know, because we can't, we can't be losing to, to rookies over and over again like this. And uh, I don't think Bart will stand for it. He's not means business. You, you know, you know he... Uh, he He's, he's no nonsense. I tell you, Richie, that Bartolo Colon, two seats on the airplane, two families back at home, two seam across on the plate. The guy, all he does is two. Who does number two work for? Our boy, Bartolo Colon. Hoping we get the best of Giolito in that one. And then the marquee game. Our boy, sending God against Strasburg on Friday. And hey, Richie, I, I got one for you. If the Sesame Street... Was sponsoring this game, what would the game be brought by? What what what's that? Game would be brought to you by the letter K. You know, oh, gee. A lot of, Unbel 
Unbelievable. Of, a lot of strikeouts. Shout out to Elmo. Great guy. Met him. Uh, took my kids to see him about 20 years ago. Uh, last time we, last time these two teams play, Nats got to Thor. Stole second base seemingly about 57 times. Will Thor have some better luck holding him on the base pass? I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If I have to see those twinkle-toed Revolutionary War reenactment actors running all over the place, you might see me lock myself in a garbage can like Oscar. Uh, the theme of this entire series is payback. I expect Thor to get plenty of it. He's just signed a fresh deal with Muscle Milk. I don't know if you've seen that. He's been doing these ads where apparently he's not allowed to wear Mets gear, so he just wears a bunch of like gray sweatshirts and drinks a bunch of Muscle Milk. But, you know, if that's the stuff that's keeping his elbow healthy and keeping him pitching... Uh, I'd hate to be the Nationals facing him this upcoming uh, weekend. Yeah, it'd be great, great pub for muscle milk, they say, if it uh, cures bone spurs. I know bones and muscles are, are different. I'm not a biology guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not a biology guy either, but I'm pretty sure that uh, muscles are bones, so it's all kind of one and the same thing. You know, they're called different things, uh, like a highway and a parkway, but at the end of the day, they they pretty much the same muscles bones <laughs> it's all it's all in their body it's all getting strengthened by uh thor's muscle milk so god bless and uh best of luck there buddy yeah the only doctor uh you and me are not doctors the only doctor i know is dr boom bats my bookie out in chelsea but uh saturday we got javi against scherza and richie i'll be totally honest with you the javi nonsense I'm, I'm lowering my voice here, but it's officially grinding my gears. Total no-show against the Marlins on Monday. Luckily, the Mets rally back. But what's what's the deal with this guy? A Harvey win would be a sight for sore eyes, and I'm not talking about the two different colored eyes like that circus freak, Scherzer. You know, I see this guy, a close-up of his face. It's terrifying. You're horrifying. You scammy, Max Scherzer, looking like a strange breed of dog. Oh, yeah. He's like one of those Siberian Huskies mated with a golden retriever. You're looking at him, you're like, oh my god, what are you? Were your parents both humans? I mean, I don't even know what's going on with you, Max Scherzer. And I also don't know what's going on with Matt Harvey. Uh, he's a real mess, but in light of that, I have a joke for you. If Harvey were a soda, what would he be called? Oh man, what, what, what would it be called? Diet Ankeel. <laughs> That's because yeah. he's not quite Rick Ankeel, who was throwing the ball like you know into into the uh, mezzanine, but he's almost there. And uh, you know, if I had known he was going to pitch like he did the other day, I would have brought my glove to the game for a souvenir. And you know, I sit in five twelve. <laughs> that, that shouldn't be the case, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that this is the, how the guy's pitching. He's a mess. Uh, you know. He's all over the map. He looked really good in that shortened outing before uh, this past one, but you got to be consistent. You know, it's like we always say on my softball team. If my boy Jeff walks more than three people in softball, we blindfold him and we leave him at a random spot in the side of the southern state and make him walk home. All right? It's just a punishment. It teaches you to be better. And the Mets do the same to Harvey. Just take him out in the Grand Central, blindfold him, leave him there. Let him walk back to his fancy apartment in Manhattan. All right, that'll teach him to start throwing the ball over the place like a moron, and get back to being the Dark Knight. Because right now he looks like that live-action Batman on TV back in the day, who wasn't scary at all, and had that Robin with the uh, with the tight outfit on. And I want him being Christian Bale Batman, who used to growl at people. Yeah, I think I, you're with me there. I'm with you 100%, kid. And I, to be honest with you, I bet knowing knowing this Harvey character. He wouldn't even walk. He would just take the Uber. 
like some fancy millennial. Oh, I know. That's why you got to take his phone and throw it right into the. Uh, they have a they have a little pond by that giant globe in that park. Whatever that stupid globe is in that Flushing Park, there's a pond there. You just throw World, it right in there. World's Fair. World's Fair 1960-something. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. There's a big globe. <laughs> it, was in, it, was in, it was in Men in Black. Okay, yeah, so was Bernard Gilkey. So was Bernard Gilkey. I, I, was hoping, I was hoping you remembered that. That's, that's why we're friends, Richie. Shout out to Bernard Gilkey. 3-0, he's swinging. I tell you what. And uh, Sunday we finish up. Mats versus Gio Gonzalez, Long Island's own. Pride of Ward Melville. Mets still struggling in general against lefties. We saw that again tonight against Chen. Not not the immortal prospect Bruce Chen, who everyone told us was going to be the next Tom Glavin 10 years ago, but the uh, a different Chen. But um, struggling against lefties, what do you think we get out of this one? Yeah, you know, it's funny. When I was watching the game tonight, I, I turned to uh... – I turned to one of the guys at the bar and I said, oh my God, this Bruce Chen, the longevity. This guy's been pitching since uh, Jimmy Carter was president. And uh, little did I know, it was not Bruce Chen at all. It's this guy that people were calling Wayne, although I've never seen Wayne spell a that. You know, I'm not a good speller, but I've never seen a dash in the middle of someone named Wayne. Uh, so that was weird. But we had Wayne Chen pitching instead of Bruce. Um, and, you know. Pretty much the same result. He uh, kicked our kicked our tushes all over the place. I wasn't too happy with it. We're, you know, like you said, we're having trouble with the lefties. And uh, Gio Gonzalez, he's done pretty well against us. So, not feeling great about this start. Um, the only thing I am feeling good about is the fact that Mats has obviously been borrowing some of that muscle milk from Thor because the last two outings. He's been pretty decent. You know, he's had his hiccups here and there, but the guy, he's got these bone spurts in his arm, uh, and they're not really doing much. He, he's still throwing hard, still doing his thing, maybe not throwing the slider, but, you know, he's keeping him in the game. That's all he could ask for. 100% kid. The Long Island's own Stephen Matz. Open invite, as always, to Grandpa Matz. We'd love to have you on as we segue to our storylines for the week, and we would be remiss if we did not cover the biggest storyline going on right now, and that is the return of Jose Reyes. Jose, back in business, made his debut tonight and didn't look too hot, if we're being totally honest. I don't, I don't know what you saw on the TV, but being there at the game, wasn't loving that performance. But we could talk about his impacts in all kinds of ways, Richie. But quite frankly, I am so excited for the re- return of Professor Reyes. Who needs the Blonnie Stone to learn language when I have Professor Reyes show me the ropes? I mean, you're telling me. I've never been so good at Spanish. I booked a trip to Mexico right after the season after the Professor Reyes thing happened. And I, you know, I got through there with flying colors. They thought I was a citizen. I was going around. I was asking for drinks. I was telling people I was sorry. I was hailing cabs. It was a, it was a thing of beauty. Really excited for Professor Reyes to come back. I've been having trouble. I haven't, <laughs> haven't been able to get the, the computer to work. I've been trying to say Apple. I've been trying to tell my, my buddy uh, at work who doesn't speak great English that, that the apple goes up after home runs. But I can't find the word. It's been driving me nuts. So hopefully Professor Reyes bails me out there. Uh, you know, and the thing is about tonight, he didn't look good. But I think this is on purpose. And I'm going to tell you why. If you hit Jose Reyes and you come out swinging, you go four for four, you hit a triple, everyone's doing the Jose song, you peaked. 
You can only go downhill from there. What you want to do from someone who doesn't do a lot in life is try doing as little as possible so that when something great happens, people are thrilled. You got to figure right now, this guy went 0 for 4. He's going to go in there, say tomorrow. Say he, uh, say he starts off with a walk, okay? A walk, he's on base. Maybe he steals one. People are freaking out. City Field is rocking. Imagine when this guy finally hits a home run. It's going to be off the charts. Smart veteran move by Jose Reyes starting 0 for 4. If I were him, I would try to go 0 for the weekend and then slowly wait into getting hits. So uh, great, great job by Jose Reyes. Welcome back, kid. I tell you, managing expectations. I mean, that's what we're doing here. That's what he's doing. The guy's smart. He's a Long Island kid. <laughs> he's working smart, not working hard. Catch my drift. I like it. I like it, kid. And uh, our second storyline is this was a little bit of a kerfuffle on the on the internet. I heard my nephew tell me last week. You know, Thor and Adam Rubin. Uh, I guess Thor brought a box of tissues for Rubin to poke some fun at him. And look, Rubin's a good guy. Can't knock the guy's work ethic. Knows Nassau County hoops like my Uncle Lou used to. But is this a thing or a non-story to you, Richie? I mean, to me, it's a bit of a thing just because, uh, you know, usually when players get mad at reporters, they just threaten them with bats or yell at them or whatever. Thor took the time to get a prop. I mean, this is like Saturday Night Live stuff. Thor is like, uh, he's not only one of the best pitchers in New York, he's like a comedic genius of our time. The guy gets a prop, and, and before the interview starts, he goes, hey, here's this, this, these tissues in case the waterworks start up again. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, he's got Adam Rubin, you know, his, his Huggies pull-ups got all in a twist. He's sitting there. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, Thor, Thor threw some Axe gel on his head, chugged a muscle milk, and uh, gave Rubin a, uh, a verbal atomic wedgie. So, you know, Adam, take the L. Deal with it. You'll get him next time, kid. But you know, stick to what you're good at. Uh, you know, don't. If you're gonna shoot for the king, you better not miss. And I gotta say, you missed, and you got tissues. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100, percent kid, and really looking forward to Adam's breakdown of Nassau Class A hoops coming up in November. Our third storyline: Why the heck is uh, Travis Darno batting eighth? I know he's returning from coming off the injury, but you look at that lineup; it looks like he could put him in a couple different spots. Dono, let me tell you something. Dono is getting treated like he is uh, in steerage on the Titanic. Okay, just overall, on the field, off the field, he's getting treated like absolute garbage. Okay, it's bad enough that whoever you know, whichever one of his family uh, was the immigrant who came over here, was not given a capital letter to start their last name. That was number one. That was the first slight on the Donos. Second. The guy is batting over 300. He's in the eight hole. What is he, Ray Ardonez? This is ridiculous. This guy is a hitter. He should be higher in the order. Uh, you know, I mean, Grandison is batting. And I, and I like Curtis Grandison. I like his giveaway socks. I like, I like most things about the guy. But, you know, if, if you're going to bat this guy too, you should be batting Darno higher in the order. That's just how it goes. Uh, you know. And finally... The whole thing with the number, you know, Travis Darno uh, had to give up 15, then he had to give up 7, or maybe he didn't have to give up 15, but he did for some reason, then he had to give up 7, which was his favorite number, and now 
he's number 18. I think it's a, you know, it's a really classy gesture of him to uh, give a nod to former Met Marlon Anderson and Ryota Igarashi, two of the best 18s I've ever seen. But still, the guy's, the guy's getting ragdolled all over the organization, and I just feel bad for him at this point. I tell you, Richie, I, I would imagine that he was handsomely compensated in some way, shape, or form from Mr. Reyes. I mean, you think so? What does is, what is Jose have to give him? The Mets are only paying Jose like, uh, you know, 20 bucks a game at this point. I don't know. You know, Darno's from Canada, maybe a lifetime supply of poutine. Maybe. Reyes did play for Toronto. Maybe a, a Josh Donaldson uh, signed Snuggie. Perhaps the Snuggie, but I, I will say I said poutine. I meant disco fries. I am in America. I am an American, so let's let's get one thing straight right there. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't know what the heck you were talking about. I thought I thought you were talking about uh, you know that that Russian dictator, and I was just gonna roll with it. But uh, you know, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, I don't know though. I think uh, you're probably right. I'm sure there was some trade that went down, and uh, you know, Travis was trying to be modest today. He said he 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 didn't do it directly for Marlon Anderson and Ryota Igarashi. Uh, instead, he changed to 18 because of Peyton Manning, because uh, he's been a, a uh, Peyton Manning fan for a little while. But uh, in any case, he looked a little broken up by it, and uh, I hope TC gets his head out of his large intestine and uh, puts TDA higher in the lineup. My boy. Also, real quick, how bad do you feel if uh, you, you just bought a 7 Darno jersey t-shirt? Would not be happy. Right? Would you you be you be stomping through the door of models to get your money back on that one? I know you. I mean, I'm a sports authority guy, but besides from that, it's pretty spot on. Oh well, my condolences. Team Sports Authority for life, Richie. And uh, final storyline: Todd Zeal with SNY. And uh, what do you think about this? The the Z Man back in our lives. I got to tell you, I don't have much to say. This caught me off guard today. I popped on. I popped on the pre-show. Todd Zeal's just sitting there in a suit and tie like he got lost. I thought he was a. Uh, I thought he was directing artsy films, uh, and then next thing you know, he's on SNY. All I can hope is that Gary Apple's not in danger. Uh, Gary Apple, I mean, God, I hope not because he he's got the he's the glue that holds that studio together. And a guy with the last name Apple covering the Mets, it doesn't get much better than that. So Todd, do your thing, make your bread, as we say, but uh, please, you know, leave Gary alone. Keep uh keep the apple intact. What do you think of TZ in studio? Hey, I'm I'm with you. I think Gary Apple's a true professional, and as much as I love Todd Zeal, if he's perhaps threatening our boy Gary, then I think uh you know we should take Todd down to Chinatown. Yeah, I think at that point he'd have to hit the road. We wouldn't the invite to the uh <laughs> to uh, to our boss boss sponsor for the week, the uh, pickle tickler, would not be out to Todd Zeal. I'm with you. I'm with you. And that wraps up the storylines. And we head to our next segment coming every week. Our four awards that we're giving out. And the first award, we referenced this earlier, the Ryan Leaf Accuracy Award to Matt Harvey. Harvey looked like Steve Stacks and Chuck Knobloch combined, ripping the ball 30 feet over the catcher's head, throwing home into Monday's game. I mean, what the hell was that? It's like we got Ray Lucas on the mound. Yeah, that was unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> shout out to the kid Ray Lucas, another another SNY great. He does uh, he does his thing after Jet games is usually usually pretty depressing, but you know we we sit through it anyway. Go Jets! Uh, you know 
That yeah, be, man. That, that uh, should be the Jets slogan. Pretty, yeah. pretty depressing, but we sit through it anyway. <laughs> and also, shout out to Ray Lucas in parentheses. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, so I can't, I can't argue with that award at all. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Harvey's been all over the map. Um, so a, a great choice and, you know, really a sobering choice since you, you picked Ryan Leaf, who, uh, as of now, is going to go down as the biggest bust in NFL history. Hopefully, Harvey does not follow suit as a pitcher. Uh, what's the next award we're giving away? Absolutely, kid. The Go Home and Get Your Shine Box Award for the movie Goodfellas to the Chicago Cubs. I tell you, we own these jabronis. These guys don't walk down the street without looking both ways for the Mets. You can be in first place in the NL Central and still owe us rent every first of the month. I tell you, I sat on a plane a few months ago with a Cubs fan. He's ripping the Jack Daniels airplane bottles and telling me definitively that this was the Cubs' year. Talk about courage. These guys haven't won a damn thing for 100 years, and all of a sudden they're going out on a limb and predicting a World Series champion? Keep it coming. I love I love hearing the Cubs tell me they're going to win. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the higher you fly to the sun, the farther you fall. I think that's the old saying goes. And, uh, you know, by the way, where were you flying on that plane? I was uh, going to Las Vegas. I had the free stay over in Old Vegas. So I sat there, played penny slots, and... Drank free Jim Beam all weekend. Good for you. You're branching yeah. out. You know where I would have been going on that plane. DR. DR. Yeah, DR, I'm back. That's it. Long Island, DR. From, DR. Yep. Uh, Isolate Bearport, one of my <laughs> favorites. Uh, but, yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, the uh, the Cubs, they come into town. You got all these cocky guys uh, telling us, oh, wow, it's their year. They, you know, they're pretending like they haven't won since uh, or, or, or like they have won in the last 106 years or so. Uh, you know, they got a, they got cursed by a goat. They didn't even get cursed by a human being. It's an animal who's holding them back. Uh, and, you know, it's it's going to be 3 all over again. Or uh, or whatever year it was with the Kerry Wood and the, the Mark Pryor and the Moises Alou and the weird guy with the headphones smacking the ball over the place and the error. You know, I mean, I until the last out of the last World Series game, if I'm a Cubs fan, I'm shutting my mouth, and obviously the Mets can shut it for them. So, Cubs fans, uh, take a step back, take a breather, and uh, we'll see you in October to run you over again. Yeah, go home and get your shine box, Cubs. What do we got for Award 3, Richie? Award 3 is the, uh, hey, did you lose weight award? And uh, that's going to David Wright. This guy, let me tell you something, he looked like an air mattress after a night holding up an offensive lineman. The guy's sitting in the, uh, the the bullpen the other day, like he's in a little prison, and uh, you know his his Mets clothes barely fit him. It looked like uh, it looked like when I used to dress up in my dad's suit when he got home from work. I'd come downstairs and be flapping around. Oh, I go to work. I'm in a suit. That's what David Wright looked like in his uniform. I mean, it barely fit the guy, uh, unless he was pulling a fast one and just wearing Bartolo stuff around. I don't know. It looks like. Uh, Looks like a neck and back injury, and the guy's the guy's lost at least 30, 70 pounds of water weight, you know? So uh, did you see the guy? What would you think? I thought the same thing. He looked like uh, one of those guys in the job site that takes a fall, calls Salino and Bonds, and because they're not lifting every day, they, they lose their muscle mass. You know, that's a good that's a good point, and I hope, uh, David, if you're listening, Salino and Bonds, great injury attorneys, you know? You don't have to play again, buddy. Don't push yourself. 
you'll still get a ring if we win. So uh, shout out to the kid David Wright uh, getting the uh, Hey, did you lose weight award this week? And uh, that, that brings us to the final award of the week. It is a stable award. We give it out every week. Um, same one in honor of a man who <laughs> will not make contact with us. He refuses. But one day we will get in touch with him. It is the Mark Carrick Tweet of the Week Award. And uh, Tommy, which tweet gets it this week? Yeah, this one's from earlier tonight. Richie, as always, shouting out Long Island, you know when you read Mark Carrig that he loves Long Island, he said, Matt's is starting. He's from Long Island. At third base is Jose Reyes. He lives on Long Island. I write for Newsday, but don't live on LI. So he's he's clarifying things, but at the same time, showing how appreciative he is of, of folks from the great island that is Long. You got to figure, without this Long Island publication he writes for, he wouldn't be able to afford his house in New Jersey or wherever he lives. I don't know. So, you know, shout out to Mark Carrig for, uh, you know, being being aware of the situation and how Long Island has impacted and he changed his he life. He strikes me as a Westchester guy. Maybe he is a Westchester guy. Yeah, maybe he's not. I, I don't want to pin Jersey on people without actually knowing if they live in Jersey. That's unfair because Jersey's a disgusting place. But, uh, you know, shout out to Westchester. Shout out to Mark Carrig. Um, you know, we're going to ask you time and time again, if you want to come on the show and talk about it, maybe read your own tweet of the week so we don't have to do it for you. Uh, that would be great. And uh, that's all we got there for the awards. That brings us to our last block of the day. Um, it's called Underrated. And today we're talking Jerry Blevins. And uh, to me, this guy looks like he should be riding a skateboard in the high school parking lot and smoking weed while listening to 311. Instead, he's getting lefties out with the greatest of ease. Uh, also, he showed a lot of mental toughness. If you remember last year, the guy rebounded from not one, but two broken forearms to come back this year. The second broken forearm, it's because he fell off a curb. And, uh, you know, before you sit there and laugh, the curb sneak up on you just like the gap on the LIRR. That's how we lost my cousin Griff. Uh, wide gap at the end of the Penn Station platform on the uh, Ronkonkoma branch. He was horsing around, fell between there, train took off. You know the rest. So, you know, shout out to Jerry Blevins. You're doing a good job. You're a little underrated, kid. Agree. Agree strongly. First off, RIP, Griff, as always. And, you know, Jerry Jerry Blevins doesn't do farms. He's broken his farms twice. He doesn't do farms. I don't do brown liquor anymore after the incident back in 2007. So I don't do brown liquor. He doesn't do forearms. But I agree completely. He looks like a, an average Tom, a guy that's at the bar for karaoke night, a nice guy. But instead, he's a miniature version of Graham Lloyd, the old Australian. An Australian legend. Graham Lloyd, if he's not in the Hall of Fame, he's in my Hall of Fame. Let me tell you that. And so is Jerry Blevins after this week. And, uh, you know, I think that about does it for us, uh, Tommy. So thank you, uh, everybody, for listening to First Time Long Time. Thank you to, uh, to the man who sent us our first Facebook shout-out this week. Uh, I didn't see it, but my cousin who runs social media told me it was a real doozy. Uh, I'm going to shout your name out on the air because that's how much uh, I care about you. So, uh, yeah. It was 
Steve J. Rogers, thank you for commenting on uh, our Friday list of best places to drink before a Mets game. If you want to get in touch with us, feel free on Facebook at First Time Long Time, on Twitter at MetsFTLT, and uh, via email at FirstTimeLongTimePod at gmail.com, even though I'm more of a Hotmail guy. And uh, for Tommy, I'm Richie Barone, and uh, see you when you see you. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.